three, two, one, go. <laughs> I don't know if that even picked up. Hopefully Some great mouth percussion there. Why yeah. Why are you making these well, noises? John, that is from, surely you know this, the famous sounds. Assume I'm an idiot, Sam. Uh, it's, it's from, it's like the Dauntless theme tune music, theme and music, for uh, for the film Divergent. The um, film trilogy. Well, I think it's only used in the first one. Is it? Okay, well then. But it's so comical. It it's probably funny. not comical, just listening to it, it's just confusing. But why? Why have you picked this kind of fairly obscure piece of original soundtrack for your for your opening today well my name's sam my name's john (laughs) so we talk about the divergent film talk about the divergent trilogy of films Uh, films that i bet i reckon most people haven't heard of or if they've heard of them they've they've avoided them on purpose or or that but they're not or just ignored them because why would you? You know, you? they're they're not like the Hunger Games or they're not. Twilight. People will draw in, false equivalences, but they're not like them. Yeah, they're not as, they're not popular in that way. No, uh, they so they are not young... even as popular as Maze Runner. I know. When were they? When they? Two thousand four, two thousand six. The first film was two thousand and fourteen. Oh, four, fourteen. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know book... why I said four. They're, they're based off books. Sorry, you were saying. I was just going to say they're based off of a series, a trilogy, a trilogy. of books trilogy by of books. Veronica Roth. Yeah. The Divergent trilogy, uh, young adult fiction, definitely very strongly influ- influenced by The Hunger Games, but not. Not half as good. Yeah, sort of soft sci-fi aimed at teenage girls. Yeah, I um I read the first one. I don't think I'd ever heard of it until you mentioned it in passing. No, I read the first book and I was I remember thinking this isn't very good, but I also still read it and you know I didn't it wasn't hard to read. You didn't feel compelled. I to still read enjoyed anymore. reading it, but I wasn't interested in reading the others. I did a lot of I loved I loved a good. Uh, young young adult teen fiction book i still would read a, a good one right they're they're nice reads when they're good i read the hunger games at uni hunger, yeah the hunger games and, and i really enjoyed them actually they're really, well they're well written <laughs> i think they are and they're well written easy reads they're good yeah. strong characters good storyline you know whether or not people think it's a knockoff of Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Right, it's definitely yeah, whether, not. Whether people think it, it's and I'm sure we a could, knockoff of that I is think irrelevant. I could go on for ages about how it's not a knockoff of Battle well, Royale. Well, the thing is, it's 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 only the very vague premise of teenagers killing each other is is yeah. the is the the link, right? Yep. And that is it. If you go, that's into the only common lines, element. Is yeah, there isn't any children being forced into an arena to fight. Yeah, that's so, it. So, so. She might have gone, oh, I like I quite like that premise, I'll make my own thing out of it. But it's yeah. definitely not a rip-off of that. Whereas no, absolutely these not. books, they are different. They aren't a direct rip-off, but nope. they are definitely much more heavily in- influenced. And I'm sorry, Veronica, she probably did very well. They're not as well-written because... And, it's, and not necessarily because of, like, the text. It's more yeah. just the story, the strength of the story mm-hmm. and the, the plot holes that come with some of the yeah. elements of the story. Like, um, which I, so I you can know more about that because obviously you read the book. Yeah, the, the, the book one. was, I was fine. Like, yeah. it, was, it wasn't that great. I have not read the book. Um, I only, and I only watched the films because you started watching the well, first one. <laughs> well, I went so, to the cinema and watched the first one. Oh, did you? I did. And I think I was at uni and we went 
because a couple of people had read the book. None of us were that interested in the book. Yeah. But we were like, this is something to do. It was an okay book. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I went to go and see Sex and the City 2 in the cinema when I was at uni, so <laughs> you could have done a lot worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're bad for different reasons, I would say. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I looked up free films on YouTube uh, the other day because I was trying to... Very early in the morning. Yeah, we couldn't sleep. Um, and I would not normally, I would usually pay for films, but I was like, if it's on YouTube and it's free and it's not like, go to a link and stuff. I think the video had been up for about six years. (laughs) Six years, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It had been on for a long time. So, and it was like a proper copy of it. Yeah, Um, And it was just the first thing that came up when I looked up free films online. Reasonably good quality. I was looking for old films, like really old films that you can't find. And then that was there and I was like, eh, I'll just watch it. Um, so we both watched it together we at actually like four in the morning, didn't we? Uh, the first and second films on YouTube. Um, yes. And the third one we had to pay for. Yeah, we paid 99p, so we paid our dues. Yeah. <laughs> on, frankly, I think we gave them more money than they deserve. No, that's not fair. No. I think I think there was effort made, at least in the first one. And then, is it Lionsgate? Lionsgate, yeah. And then as they... Lionsgate got the rights to all the young As they realised that... The, I mean, they probably didn't realise this, but the problem is that the takeaway from things failing is never it failed because it wasn't done well. It, it's always, oh, well, people just don't like this whole type of film. Yeah, it's really annoying because, <laughs> like, so. a, good young adult, a good young adult... I'm going to start again. A good young adult book being adapted into a film is really good because they're never that complicated. They never have to, like cut too much to make it work yeah it I tends mean, to be fairly straightforward it's the same with anything isn't it like i'll take anything that's done well oh yeah <laughs> you yeah. know it's not hard i'm not hard to please as long as it's perfection you know that's <laughs> <where> <laughs> um so yeah we just watched them because we, we were up early we initially sleep, yeah. and then we watched the first one and i was like i never actually read or saw the Mm. other two in fact I think there was meant to be three other films but one got cancelled that's how badly this yeah, went yeah so the third film was supposed to be um, split into two that yeah. that now classic tradition of taking one film and splitting, and splitting it into, it into two. two making it yeah. a four hour epic um, yeah. when it's only 20 but, pages long but it flopped so badly yeah well no it didn't flop so badly because they'd obviously they tied it up in the edit didn't they well, they tied up in the edit, but then they left some cliffhangers. Yeah, which is the telltale. Oh, I'm not having not read sure. having not read the books. I'm not sure how it actually ends. No, but it, it definitely it didn't satisfying. end with with a rat, uh, one of the villains just randomly popping up behind someone's shoulder. Like that's not how you finish a book. I right? suppose. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So yeah, this um, is this is basically a podcast. As much as these are always podcasts for nobody, um, this episode is. Really, really... It's pretty niche. A podcast for nobody in particular. Nobody in particular, or people um, who maybe might be considering watching the Divergent trilogy. Yeah, and I'll Ten years you, after, right, after the yeah, initial I release, would, I would near pr- enough. Straight away, if you want an easy watch that's kind of frustrating, but you can, like, talk about how bad certain things are, it's a good, this is a good one. It's a good case study. <laughs> I was more than happy to analyse it while I was watching it 
you never feel like you're missing too much. And they've, they've had money put into the films, yeah. right? So Big budget films. It's some, not like you're watching something. They that, had some really good actors in it as yeah, well. Yeah, they've had actors that are in lots of things. Yeah. Jai Courtney. Kate Winslet. Jai Courtney. Oh, that's a thing we'll come up to. Kate Winslet and Jai Courtney. Uh, no, just Jai Courtney. Yeah, I think it's sort of like the book was better than the film, but the book wasn't great, so then the film was also not great was even worse yeah but they're they're enjoyable in a different way yeah like so and and they're not unwatchable because they ha- and not all things that have had money put into them are watchable but no. there's there's a, a level of care in this yeah um, yeah I think so to a point anyway so we talk about the first we're just going to talk um, about the film so I read the book ages ago so I'll do try you want and... do you want to kind of run through a quick do synopsis? You want to do a synopsis yeah so I've done a very brief synopsis of of the three films. Do you want to do one and then go to the yep. next one in, so, in stages? All the films follow the one character. Yeah. Triss. Yeah. And they are set more or less entirely in a post apocalyptic city Chicago. of Chicago. Yeah. Which has been walled in from the outside world, ostensibly to protect them from the ravages of nuclear war or whatever. Yeah, whatever, so whatever apocalyptic so event. So there was left there was a big war. In the first book film, all you know is there was a big war and I don't know. This is where it falls down immediately. The city, the city has survived by <coughs> by being walled in. Yeah, the city survived by being walled in, and in this walled in city, everyone in the city falls into five. One of six. six. One six. of six um, factions, and well, it's like five, and then <laughs> I, yeah. So the factions are basically five personality traits, and the one that you embody the most is the one that you are. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's more like you only have one trait, and therefore you must feel like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, is, it is meant to be the and, one you. Are more, and most when you like. become a young adult, you, you you take a test, you find out which one you are most suited to. Yeah. And then you get to choose whichever one you want. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you do like this weird, this sort of futuristic. So they do a, test. They do a future test where they plug you into a machine and. And then they go. This is what you're meant to be. Yeah. And then you go to another ceremony, and then you go. I was told I was going to do this, but actually I want to. Oh, it was like totally different. Who yeah. cares? So the whole test thing is kind of pointless. The whole testing is pretty moot. Um, um, but but you take a test to find out where which faction you should be in, and then after that you then take tests. To see if you are actually, if you actually belong to that faction, and if you fail them, then you don't get to be a part of any faction, and you are factionless. Yeah, which is kind of the sixth faction. Which is a sort of si- the sixth faction. So, so the factions are as follows. Yeah. Uh, the ruling faction at the start of book one uh, is Abignation, who are the selfless. They don't think about themselves at all. They're the Amish. They're basically. the Amish, basically. They're, that's that's what they're characterised they, like. They they're very plain. Yeah, they, they don't look at themselves in mirrors. Yeah, that's a big plot point. Big, big they point. don't look at themselves in mirrors. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole thing is they're, they're best suited to be in charge because they don't think about themselves. So yes. that's, that's why that's they're, why that's they're why the leading faction. Then there is Amity, who are the peaceful faction. Um, they're also farmers. Yeah, and they've got the, in the film, you find in the second film at least, you find out they have the best houses. Yeah, so. really like architecturally beautiful. <laughs> yeah. and. And in the second film, you also find out their leader is uh, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, who of, is great. Uh, of The Help and... Yeah. What it was All I ever think about with her, though, is from The Help when she... Puts her own feces in a pie. Yeah, and just and gives says, it to... eat my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That's a she's good a film. fantastic actress. Um, yeah. And she's an uh, Oscar winner. 
Oscar nominated, at least. Is she an Oscar winner? I think she's has has Octavia Spence got an Oscar. I, I mean she, she should have do. an Oscar. I really like Octavia yeah. Spence. Can we can we look that up briefly? Uh yeah. So Amity are this kind of like peaceful Amish hippie they're, they're all really nice to each other they're all very kind they're the best ones they're, they're really chill they're having a nice time they basically live outdoors seems really cool they also kind of live outside the walls of the city because you can't farm inside the walls of a city for some reason which feels like a plot hole because they spend a lot of time discussing that you can't exist outside the city walls but then they go farming outside the city walls so I don't really know what's going on with that one yeah, I was confused by that. So she won, just so we're going back, yep. she won uh, Best Supporting Actress for The Help. For The Help. Yeah. Okay, so so um, Oscar winner Octavia Spencer features, features in the second in film. film. So does Oscar winner Kate Winslet. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Naomi Watts I don't think she's got has an Oscar, got an Oscar, but she's but in it and she's She's good. also in it. Um, well, was yeah, that so, so, so the Yeah, fa- so just going to Amity, yeah. They, yeah, they, they are farming outside of the wall, but that's apparently... Initially, you're told that they have to stay in the wall for safety, but then then the farming people are outside the wall for farming. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit like okay, fine, yeah. but whatever. Oh, we can let that one go. I think that's what you were you were mentioning before. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, um, Octavia Spencer isn't in this film. She's only in, she's, she's in the only in film. the second and as is Naomi Watts. Second and third film. She's in the second and third films, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Right. So we've got Abignation, the selfless Amity, the peaceful. Candor, the honest, who, as far as I can tell, are basically just a faction full of lawyers and judges. Yeah, which is the weirdest way it's to very describe strange. honest people I've ever. Yeah, not that you're a cynic. <laughs> well, I just feel like, not. I'm not saying lawyers are dishonest, but lawyers are there to obviously help people get out of trouble. Yeah, right. Which sometimes involves outright it, lies. Yeah, <laughs> so they're supposed to be if you basically watch American law. Yeah, so. <laughs> So Abignation are kind of they're, they're the rulers and are in charge because they make the decisions for everyone because they consider everyone's best interests and not their own. Yeah. Um, Amity are, are farmers because why not? I guess if you're peaceful, you might as well be a farmer. Yeah, and by the looks of it, they don't farm any meat, so they're really peaceful. Yeah, that's pretty good. Kanda, who are the kind of the justice system, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Dauntless, who are categorised by their bravery, but uh, really categorised by the fact they just do parkour. They run everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> They do like parkour, free running. They jump off buildings, like yeah, into they're, holes. They're supposed to be the faction who's like in charge of protecting everybody else. So they they're the ones with guns who I don't know enforce. Yeah, they have guns. They have guns. Because brave it. people have. They guns. have guns and they wear black and they're pr- they're the edgy ones. They play capture the flag. No, they play something like capture the flag. Yeah, they play something like capture the flag, which, which is, is exactly capture like flag. capture the flag. Um, and the the last faction is. Uh, erudite, which is, I mean, they're they're just like they're the, they. I think they class them as the intelligent. They're ones. the they're the but intellectuals. They're, essentially, they're just, but they don't say intellectual. They say intelligent, as if everyone else in the whole of like the, as if the lawyer else people are like yeah. The just, but they are they are basically scientists. Aren't yeah, they? they're scientists. So they kind of look at they're the ones who are in charge of like yeah. I feel like this is one things. of those things that both is really simplistic and super complicated. It's, in its premise. I think we're making it more complicated by trying to make it rational. Yeah. And make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's completely bizarre. Yeah, there I mean, we go. So the first film... So in the first film, uh, our main character, Triss... Yeah, and her brother. And her brother are born into an Abignation family. 
the leaders of the Avignation faction. Oh, I've just realised something. Yeah. Just before we, I'm already interrupting you. Is Caleb meant to be her older brother? I don't know. Because they both go to the ceremony in the, the same, same year. Yeah. So either they're not they're not they're not twins. twins. No, they just go to the ceremony. At so the same time. I mean, it is pos- possible to have two children in one year. It's just a very hectic year. That is a very busy year. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just I suddenly thought that. So yeah. So, okay. So so they they go to this. So ceremony. Tris and her brother Caleb. Yeah. Both go to this ceremony. Uh, Caleb is is meant to be very much a selfless person. Or he. He's described as a selfless person, yeah. isn't he, at the beginning? Um, Which uh, obviously means <laughs> he's going to be a douchebag the whole time. <laughs> yep. Who's doing the entry thing. Yeah, they go to the ceremony. Um, we find out during the process of being tested to see where they belong yeah. that Tris apparently doesn't belong anywhere. She is... She is She is divergent. Yeah. Do they say that in the first, like, ten minutes of the yeah. film? Yeah. Um, the lady who tests her, who's also a part-time tattoo artist in Dauntless, yeah, she tells Tris that she. If it sounds weird, it, it is. Yeah, it is. This is why we're talking about it. She she tells Tris that the way she dealt with all the tests is not how any faction would deal with the. Yeah, tests. so there are specific tests, and each faction deals with it in a specific way. Tris doesn't deal with it in, in any of those ways, and as a result. Is, is, divergent. is divergent and that's a bad thing yeah because having more than one personality trait is bad yeah the, the idea is I think if you if you aren't any of the five factions um, and not you, factionless and, well. and isn't factionless you, you represent like a threat to the, to the, the, system, to the system because they they maintain that the faction system is what has kept peace for the last 200 years in Chicago yeah yeah. So that's why that's why they that's how the divergence are kind of framed. But luckily as bad. for Tris. Luckily for Tris, um, Tattoo Lady. Tattoo Lady is also divergent? No. No? No. Or she just knows about them and she doesn't just knows care. about them because they, they all know about well, they don't all know about them, but everyone knows about them. It's really bizarre. Tris yeah. has never heard the term divergent before. But everyone else everyone seems else has, to know what yeah. divergent is. So she tells Tris to go home. She puts down on the test. She this is that, the film. Obviously. She says that she should remain in in abignation. She's put down abignation, but then she tells Tris to go home and pretend she's ill, and that to and not leave to, the test not to do it. Yeah. No, she's already done the test. That's what. Oh, no, 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 not to do it. the um, not to the ceremony. No. No. No, that's a, that's the next day. Oh, okay. So just that's why it's confusing because it's like if she's put in abnegation and she's, is it just and so she's she, told Tris, is it so she doesn't have to do any more tests? Maybe. They don't make that clear. No, it's unclear why she's sent home. But, yeah. Um, and then the next day... The next day, it's the big ceremony. Big ceremony. They get to choose... Or they get to announce which faction they'll be joining yeah. or trying out for. Yeah. Kate Winslet is there. Kate Winslet is there. She's... I don't know. She's not in charge. She's just... She's not in charge, but she acts as if she's in charge and so does everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but she's strange. she's not even in... She's a erudite... She's an erudite... Person, isn't she's she? the leader of the erudite faction. Yeah. Um, um, and our main villain for the first two films. Yeah, she's um, she's saying she's spreading rumors, lies. She's saying that the the Avignation faction are stealing food and keeping it for themselves and things like that. Yeah, and also that um, divergence need to be taken taken away, away and that they represent a threat to yeah their way of life and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you don't find this out till later, obviously, but no. but it's kind of hinted at. Yeah, and then um, and then they have the ceremony. So there's a little thing with Tris where, like, for some, she's been very, very like understated and very. I think quite passive. Passive and ab. Oh no! Now I'm going to get it wrong because they say the word wrong all the time. 
abignatious. She's very abignatious, yeah. Um, until Kate Winslet says about cho- the choosing thing, and she's like, "But you don't want us to choose, do you? You want us to just go with stay the... put and go with the flow." And yeah. she's like, "No, I want you to choose to be who you really are." And so obviously, she chooses the faction that every teenager would choose. Uh, and she decides that she wants not me. To, she well, no, you'd go. And I know I'm not a teenager, but I, when I read the book, I was like, I'd definitely be in that <laughs> amity. Yeah. I'd be in the farming she, one. She went for Dauntless, having yeah. seen the members of Dauntless jump off a train. They don't even queue. They don't queue. They just run past the everybody. They're all running around, yeah. cheering and, and shouting. And in the background, that music playing. Like tribal <laughs> drum music. <laughs> And it's meant to be cool, but it looks comical. It's so dumb. They're all wearing silly outfits. Jean jackets. Yeah. And clothes without sleeves. And just jumping off of stuff. They jump off things, they climb up um, stuff. Oh, and, and they have a train that they get off of. They, yeah. they use a train to travel everywhere, the Dauntless people. Um, but the train doesn't stop, it just goes around in a loop. It seems like the train doesn't ever stop, does so it? So they just jump off and on. The only way to get on the train is to run onto it and like yeah. jump up. And the only way to get off the train... Is to jump out. Is to jump out yeah. of the train. <laughs> because that's what bravery is. Yeah, that's it. Bravery and, um, is very, very linked to yeah. stupidity. So she joins this faction. And, and her brother... And her brother joins... Which is meant to be a big twist. Her brother... He goes to Erudite. Goes to Erudite. Yeah. Um, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he go to the science people? Yes, Erudite. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm thinking Candor. Yeah, yeah, he no. goes to Erudite. He goes to Erudite, This yeah. is how confusing it is. Yeah, um, so she goes off. There's a whole thing. She meets... Um, she goes and does the training. She's basically crap at it the whole time until she isn't. Yeah. I mean, she, we should she, have said spoilers for this the whole way through. Massive spoilers, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if you can follow what we're saying... Oh, yeah. ...and figure out the plot from our pretty scant information two people who can't talk about plots in a succinct way trying to explain yeah, this film we keep interrupting ourselves and each other and yeah. it's just awful well it's because I keep remembering bits well yeah that's it um, that are sort of important so she really minor. she goes through the training with Dauntless she starts off being rubbish no yeah she's, well, yeah, she's not good she doesn't she starts off by jumping so they she, jump on a train. So, so they jump off a train. They jump onto a train. That's the, the first test. Yeah, jump on a train. Is see if you can jump onto a train. She's she's the last one on the train. Yeah, but then, then they she, jump. They all jump off the train onto a roof. Yeah. They start at ground level. I don't know how the train got so high. They it's jump a onto a roof jump. and then they say all the trainees. Trainees. The trainees. <laughs> all the all the all the non dauntless born. Yeah. So so the people who stayed there get a free pass. They get to stay in a faction and chill. Yeah. And all the people who aren't born Dauntless and have joined Dauntless have to go through this, like... Yeah, but you're missing the bit where she jumps off the building into no, a No, I was going to get to that. Okay. Because the they people... They say this afterwards. Because the people you... They don't all have to jump down the hole, do they? No, they're not all there. Yeah, so it's only the non Yeah, but they explain who... the whole um, Dauntless born well, Yeah, but they, it's confusing if you do that first. Well, <laughs> the film's confusing. So they have to... All the people who aren't Dauntless born have to jump down a big hole and they don't know what's at the bottom. No, and Trish does it first. And Trish just does it first. Which suggests, which implies that she would be seen as better, right, than than average. But she's then lowest on the... She's lowest of the low because she's crap at fighting. She's like three out of... Third from the bottom. She's weak because she was abnegation. Yeah. And she's also like afraid of mirrors. So you get, you get this weird thing where you're born into a faction. At the age of 16... Yep. You do a test to see which faction you should be in. Mm-hmm. You then choose any old faction. 
Except factionless. I doubt many people chose that. You don't choose that, but you that, might you might become yeah. factionless. So then you choose one. If you choose... And then and then you, whether or not you've been in that faction your whole life, you get tested on it again. So yeah. you're not even in once you've chosen the ceremony. You've done the ceremony thing. You have to do more tests. And depending on what person you are, what, yeah. what faction you've chosen to be in, your tests will be hugely different, right? Like, I think that telling the truth over fighting someone until they give up are very different things. Yeah, they are. Like what are the what are the amity tests? I don't just know. be nice to someone. Yeah, they're like really mean to you and you just have to like let it go. You just have to take it. Yeah, just do it. But then they're not really that mean because they're nice. So yeah. they're like, "Oh, you should have worn a different top today." And you're like, <laughs> "Oh, oh, thank you for letting me know." Yeah. That. And meanwhile, the dauntless people are fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, they have like <laughs> fights of submission. <laughs> They play games of games that are like capture the flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but more. Yeah. Um, more like uh, more neon, <laughs> yeah, neon that's flag colours. Um, and Triss, her basically she fancies the guy who's training them. Yeah. One of who the is guys called Four. So there's two guys who train them. One is Four, and, the and other one is, is a guy who looks like Jai Courtney. And it is Jai Courtney. And who we found out in the th- in the second film was actually Jai Courtney. He doesn't. He he looks like a he looks like a knockoff Jai Courtney. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't look like. He Jai does. Courtney. I I laughed. He's got like he's got the thing where he's like shaves his yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, he shaves his eyebrows. Like Jai Courtney is. I I don't think he's in. Ver- I can't think of many things other than the no. Suicide Squad film he's in. But he's a person that I know of. And that I thought I knew what he looked like. So all the way through, I, the first <laughs> film, enough. I was going. He looks like Jai. He Courtney. just looks like Jai Courtney. Like, why did they? Why did they? Why couldn't they get Jai Courtney? He's not that good an actor. It seems like a perfect role for Jai. It, Courtney. Yeah, Jai Courtney would be good in this. And in the second film, I think we looked something up. Yeah. And then I, you were like, "Oh, it is Jai Courtney." Yeah. And I. I burst into laughter. Because you said it was knockoff Jai Courtney. Because it... Jai Courtney doesn't even look like Jai Courtney. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> most people probably don't know who Jack Courtney is. I don't fine. know. My dad probably doesn't. <laughs> but there we go. Um, but yeah, that was funny. So she doesn't fancy Jack Courtney. No, she fancies Theo James. Yeah, who whose is, name is Four. Whose name is Four. It's not Four. So that's the other thing. They get to change their name if they want. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So she wasn't called Tris initially, but then she t- she's called like Tristina, and she shortens it to Tris. I and, can't remember what her whole name was, but um, it's irrelevant. She's called Tris she's throughout called most Tris. of it. Everyone calls her Triss. Yeah, and she's called Triss after about five, ten minutes yeah. into the film. So, so um, yeah, she basically ends up fancying her. I'm not going to go into all the nitty gritty plot points nah. because this Mostly is like this right. is like the middle two quarters of the film. It's only the first her training. bit that's complicated and, and that needs like yeah the the setup things. yeah. Um, so her and so she's having she's struggling with her training yeah, and it's coming to like the final testing yeah, and in the final testing. They basically have to... They get put in a simulation, much like the initial tests. Yeah. Basically the same. And um, to see, like, how they handle certain situations. So it's their fear... It's it's how they handle their fears. Yeah. And to they prove get to, it, train, to prove that you're... To prove that you're brave. They get to train for this before yeah. the, the actual test. So you'll see the same... And she sees the same fears. So yeah. really, once you know what to do... Ooh, once you know what to do... It's all good. You should well, be that's, fine. That... We, which is the point, because he he sees that she's so four sees that she's not handling them in a in a dauntless in a way, normal way, <laughs> and so he says you have to do it the way they expect you to do it. Yeah, and he knows, and and he says basically that he knows that she's divergent. Yeah, 
And she's like, how do you know? And he's like, because I'm divergent too. Yeah. So basically, the way she's dealing with these tests is by basically going, oh, it's not real, so... I can just move from this bit to a yeah. different thing. She, she basically lucid dreams her way out them. of it. Yeah, it's like lucid dreaming. And, and, and she, but... But the, the way that da- all dauntless people do things is to face it head on and find a way out of it. Which yeah. is basically what she's doing, because she's saying, I'm finding a way out of it because it's not real, but... Yeah, yeah but so not, in a, happens... not in a brave, dauntless way. No. She's being tricksy and sneaky. Yeah, and then... So I can't remember what happens after that. <laughs> so, so during all of this, basically, uh, Kate Winslet is colluding with the leaders of Dauntless yeah. to basically stage a coup to overthrow Abignation. Yeah. Saying that they are corrupt. And, and they're lying. And they're lying and they're basically not fit to rule and that erudite should rule because they're the intellectuals and they're clever. Yeah. Um. All the while, they're also looking to get rid of divergence. Yeah, so she's like so, searching for divergence. So while while Triss is finding out that her and Four are both divergent and falling in love and falling in love, obviously, <laughs> because she's sixteen and he's like thirty. He's, he's like sexy. <laughs> yeah, age is not important when you're that attractive, Sam. He yeah, no. This is true. the teenage fantasy. He, he, I don't think he's meant to be 30. No, he's meant to be like a couple of years older. I think yeah. he's meant to be like 18 or 19. Yeah. Which is but, still dubious, if you ask me. Because she's 16. I think it's always better when they don't really tell you what age people yeah, are meant to do. Because then you can just age them up. I mean, obviously it's a classic <laughs> teen film where teenagers are being played by people in their late 20s and early 30s. Yeah. Um, so it's all good. But yeah, and at the end of the film, well, the, the latter stages of the film, um, basically all the people in Dauntless get brainwashed. Yeah, to shoot other people, but she doesn't get to, bas- to basically by be it. controlled. Yeah. Um, but people who aren't affected by this are dauntless, and uh, the people no, who aren't divergent. Da- sorry, dauntless are divergent. The people aren't. Like, pe- haven't even watched the film. The people who aren't affected are divergent, and they get killed basically. Yeah, and she. So she fakes it. She's the main character, so she. They fakes they it. invade, they invade Abignation. Yeah. Um, people from Abignation are getting killed, and, and they're stuff. brainwashed by Kate Winslet. By Kate character. Winslet, yeah. Who's an erudite? Erudite. Oh no, I did it. You did it. Okay, we'll get to that. Thing, yeah. But then it's okay because, like, uh, tr- and then it turns out Triss's mum is a is Triss's was a dauntless was person. Was dauntless, but and then moved to ab. Go on, abignation. <laughs> yep. Nice. You get it. Oh, it's so confusing after you've heard them say it wrong that many times. They say them wrong all the time. We will get to that. Um. So she helps Triss out. Yeah. Uh. Then they get her dad, and then Triss's mum obviously dies for. I was going to say comic relief. The opposite no, of comic relief. Plot reasons. <laughs> and um, then and then her dad dies because she's not allowed to have parents. Yeah. Um, because it's too complicated right now. So they face, they face up to... I mean, eventually, they're basically um, four. Sexy four. Yeah. He's also James. called Tobias. His, his, his real name is Tobias, Tobias yeah. Um, and he was like an abignation guy. He his was dad, also, who's like head of the council, his dad beat, beat him. him up. And his mum ran away, but they think he's dead. she's dead. And that's... That's yeah. actually Naomi Watts' character in the third, second and third film. Yeah. Um, um, he gets captured and brainwashed. Sort of brainwashed. Sort of brainwashed. Sort of controlled by yeah. by the um, the erudite scientists. Yeah. And Triss has to like free him. They stop Kate Winslet from controlling the dauntless people. Yeah. They don't 
So they don't kill her. They, they've been killing people left, right, and centre, just shooting yeah. nameless then... bods to like get through where they need to go. And they ha- they basically they knife her. She doesn't die. They stab her in the hand. Yeah, they stab her in the. <laughs> they give her a hand wound. They stab her in the hand. Um... So that in the second film, she's just wearing a bandage the yeah. whole time. <laughs> stab her in the hand. They make some quippy remarks. They stop the other dauntless. From being brainwashed. Yeah, they somehow. free they free the dauntless from the brainwashing um, um, by shutting down the system, and, and, and then they go on the run. And then they go back on the train. The um, what did we call it? Deus, Deus ex, ex train, train or train ex machina. Or train ex machina. Yeah, they run off onto the train, and then they say something about going out of the wall. And you were left. We haven't mentioned all the characters. There is a character in this who is played by the guy who is in Whiplash. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Whiplash is a great film. Watch Whiplash. Watch, watch that film. <laughs> watch this for laughs. Watch Whiplash. For real. For entertainment purposes. Yeah. It will um, bum you out, but it's really good. So he is like a bad... He's like a little bully guy. Yeah, so he, he left it. Erudite for Dauntless. Yeah. He's um, a bully. He's a bully. He's a know-it-all. He just winds people at, up. And then at the end of the film, he sort of helps them out. He's, he's trying to stop them because he's all on board with the plan to... Kill make, everybody. To kill everyone and to make Erudite in charge. Yeah. Because he's Dauntless, but he was Erudite, so he's all, he's a bit like... His, Conflict of interest. His loyalties are, are conflicting. Yeah. Um, but then he goes with them on the train. But then he gets with them on the train. And the other person who goes with them on the train is her brother, who, who as so we said earlier... So her brother was helping Kate Winslet. Well, her bro- her brother... Not not in, not in this film. Her brother was ab- abnegation. No, abnegation. I'm sorry, they say it wrong all the time. I love you a little bit less. Her brother was also Abignation, obviously. And there's this whole thing about faction before blood. So you pick the faction, that's what you want to stick with. Yeah, this he is goes, another reason why they say that it's sort of helpful to, to keeping the peace. Because yeah. you, don't, you, you don't... You lose your family ties and you get a family in yeah. trust. But that obviously doesn't work. He goes to Erudite. There's one meeting in the middle of the film where she's... When she finds out that things are going wrong, she goes to meet him... In his, which is this is Triss thing. you're it's, talking about. Yeah, Triss goes to meet him. She finds out there's some funny business going it's on. It's weird that, that they're not allowed to... like every, The whole way through the film, no one sees anyone from other factions apart from when they're sneaking around. Yeah. And then she just walks into the Erudite headquarters. Yeah, she just no goes props. in. She goes into like the little so library thing. So clearly you can go and see people. Um, she tells him that there's something going on. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Abignation Ab- Ab- are... Lying, are cheating, stealing. stealing. Right. So then you're like, oh, okay, he must be... He's got brainwashed. Yeah. Or a massive plot twist. She's wrong. <laughs> that would have well, been Well, that would have been a good one. <laughs> and then at the end, it's not like she, he comes with her because th- he realises that things have gone wrong. He realises right? that Kate Winslet is a psycho. Yeah. He's not working with Kate Winslet at that point. He's just working with an erudite. Like, there's no ties to Kate Winslet other than that's the same faction, right? And I he, thought that he was in the control room at the that's end. That's in the second film. No, also the first no, one. No, no, because it's meant to be a thing. It's a whole. He in, he's in the control room because they go and get him. Right. Okay. To, <laughs> right. It's, it's only been like two days since I watched this film. Yeah. I, st- I already can't remember what happened. So that that is the the basic. In case you I haven't mean, guessed, it's thirty minutes to get there. But that's the basics of the of the first film. Yeah, the second and third films are a little easier. bit easier to explain. Way um, easier to explain. Second film opens up. They've been on the run. Hiding. They've gone to Amity. They've gone to Amity. They're hiding from Erudite, who is now in charge. Yeah. Um, propped up by Dauntless. And Candor are sort of. Candor are sort of on board on, with it. On board because they don't really know what's going on from what we can gather. Yeah. 
Amity are just being so. You know. So my friendly. brief note is on the run. Triss and Four put down the new regime with the help of the factionless. Yeah, that that's basically what happens. So, so they, they start off in Amity with with her brother, Amity, who is played by Ansel Elgort. Yeah, I don't think we've mentioned. No, Ansel Elgort Baby of Baby Driver and um, another good film you should watch. What else is Ansel Elgort in? Just Baby Driver. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway. Oh, he's in the fort. In he's in the fort in our that's stars. It. It should with be... the main character right. of this film. This, 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 is, this becomes very apparent. Sorry, this becomes very apparent in the second film because she... It's in the first five or ten minutes. She decides to undergo a personal transformation to make herself feel like a different yeah, person. Yes, so instead of having long hair, she gets... A, so she cuts all her hair off. A boyish pixie cut. It is interesting because uh, The Fault in Our Stars, which was released in 2016... Yeah. Uh, but was presumably filmed at the same time as Insurgent... Yeah. The second film in the Divergent trilogy. They were released like months apart. They were released, well, they were released about a year after. Year, year I think it's between. like six months. Oh, yeah. was it six months? I think so. Okay, so yeah. Released very close together, um, and she had well, to she have. She has exactly the same hair. She had haircut. to have cancer patient hair in that one. Yeah, well, um, recovering cancer. Recovering cancer patient hair. So she has a very well kept pixie. Yeah, that she cut with cut. a pair of uh, like shears. Blunt shears. And she yeah. has like a shaved back to the hair yeah. cut. It's essentially what what we'd call now a Karen haircut, I believe. It is a bit of a Karen haircut, yeah. Um, It's ugly as hell. Like, it's the worst haircut. Doesn't look good. Doesn't really suit her face. It's really distracting. Yeah. It's distracting. Her hair made me feel angry. Yeah. Like, irrationally. Um, I don't often get that angry with haircuts. That's another one for the pet peeves, that that particular haircut. Yeah. But not not on everybody. No. Uh, Most people, but her especially. It does not suit her. It ages her up, not in a good way. About fifty years, and she's about twenty. Yeah. Um, so. But anyway, so so she she's cut her hair to look yeah. like the fall in the stars. Yeah. Falls like he's he's like that looks good. Falls like <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, her brother is with them still. Yeah. So is um, who so she, is the bully? Who's who's her boyfriend in the fall in our stars? Yeah, that's what's funny. And also, she's in another film. I found out she is she she has a relationship with Miles Teller, who's the bully in this one. Yeah. So it's very like. Incestuous. Incestuous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so they're being sheltered by uh, Octavia Spencer, Oscar winner Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Dauntless come in and they're like, we're looking for divergence. Yeah, and guess what happens? The bully guy. Yeah, Miles. He's like, oh, they're over here. Miles Teller rats them out in the yeah, first about 15 five minutes. minutes in. Um, so they have to run away. Yeah. You'll never guess how they escape, Sam. Oh, what is it, John? They escape on a train. They smack in a train. Deus Ex train. Yeah. Choo choo. Also, the... loads of bullets flying. No All aboard the plot hole express. Yeah. And then it's not a plot hole. It's suspension of disbelief. They're sitting there for about ten minutes. And then out of nowhere, with her, it's her, her brother, and four. Her, her brother, four, and that's it. I think that's who we're left with. Yeah, Miles Teller isn't with him at that point, is he? No, because he goes on back into Dauntless. So Triss, four, Ansel, and Ansel Elgort. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they get attacked by a bunch of factionless. Yeah. So there's a big, there's a big old, old fight, fight scene on the train. Yeah. Uh, Her brother beats up one guy. He beats a man up with a lead pipe. Reluctantly, with a the lead pipe. <laughs> he sees his sister basically kill a bunch of people. Yeah. He he helps and himself, and, and then he sees her get attacked. Her, about, so he doesn't do anything. And doesn't help her at all. Because he's not dauntless. He's he's erudite. No, but he he is happy to hit a person to death with a lead pipe as a defensive mechanism yeah he's okay with that but as soon as his sister's like got her head outside a moving train and someone's yeah. trying to strangle her he's like oh no what do I do four saves her 
Yeah, four saves her. By saying his real name. And it turns out that his mother... His mother, who he thought was dead, is actually the leader of the faction. Well, he obviously knew he, she was alive because he, oh, why would he say his real name if he... He didn't know that she was the leader of the factionless. That's what I didn't understand. Yeah, I thought that he thought that she was dead. Because he said, I thought, I, he says to her, I. Unless um, they mention you, her name. You told me. No. Everyone thought you were dead, is what he says. Because he mm-hmm. can't say, You told me you died, because yeah. she's not there. But he, he says the name to stop them fighting. Mm. So he must have known that she was alive. So I very guess. confusing. Yeah. But anyway. They have a little meal. They have a little meal with, with his mum. Played by Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts, yeah. And she, they, they find out that she's basically been arming the factionless to, ri- to rise up against the faction system and yeah. replace uh, the leaders with herself. Yeah, Self- um, selflessly. Of yeah, self- selflessly. She's she... definitely not going to be a villain. Oh no, of course not. Of course she's not going to be a villain. She's called Evelyn. <laughs> yeah. Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn, yeah. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, and... Kate Winslet has a box. Kate Winslet has a box that they found in an Abignation house. Yeah. And the Abignation house that she found it in, Triss's mum's house. Yeah. Triss's dead mum. Just And dad. And dad. is The dad dies the too. The dad dies too. The mum is more important than the dad though. So. Yeah. Because women are better. That's true. And, um, <laughs> and also... And she finds out this. there's a box and, and in order to open it, you have to be divergent. Yeah. So she's got loads of divergent people, but there's different levels of divergence. Apparently, there's. So there's she's now scanning everyone. Percentages for, of divergence. She's scanning for divergence, and instead of killing them, she now wants to take them in and yeah. scan their levels. She basically, use them as like test subjects to try and open this box. To try and open a box. Um, um, and also, key note here is that last film, film at the one. end of the last film, no, as in the film we've just spoken about, at the end of Divergent, film one. Yeah. They oh, you said. Said I said film one, not said last film one. one. <laughs> I thought right. you said last one. Yeah, at the end of film one, they do not kill. They have ample opportunity to kill Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet yeah. And they leave her. Oh, yeah. They leave her And well then at alone. the beginning and throughout the whole of yeah. the second this film... This is pretty crucial. I missed this one out. Yeah. They, they are they're always basically... talking about how they need to kill so her. So they're in Amity. In the Amity... They're being sheltered by Octavia Spencer and yeah. in the amateur. And she's like, you can't town. kill people, we're peaceful, you can't stay here if you're going to yeah. kill Yeah, and, and she's like, it feels like, because we watched them days apart. Yeah. Well, the following day. Um, yeah. It felt like it was about, you know, 24 hours between the start of... Yeah, it literally was like a day. The like, start they of just got the off second the film and the end of the first one. Yeah. They just got on a train, ended up there, hid. Then got back on a train. And then got back on a train. Yeah, um, yeah. And in that 24-hour period, they went from going, "Not, I'm not going to kill her, to... She has she to die. She has to die. So that's frustrating because they've missed their opportunity yeah, to kill her. They totally have. They had. They they could have taken her down, but they didn't. Um. Yeah. Um. But they, so so they're they're kidnapping divergent people. Yeah. And in order to stop, one of the things that they do is they kidnap a bunch of divergent people and then like mind control them to kill themselves. Or am I mixing up the third and the second film? Uh. <laughs> no, it's this, it is this one. They it is the second film. Mind control them to kill them. Yeah, they they shoot them with those things that like wrap That's around in the their first brain. film. No, and they can't take them out because they 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 kill them. Oh no, yeah, not, no, that is the second. Mind that's control. Not, that's not control. divergent people. That's yeah, just... no, it, it is divergent people because they say they they get divergent people who are div- they they get people who are divergent and they make them kill themselves. They shoot everyone with the bullets that make them make you pass out, and the people who aren't affected are divergent. Yeah. But the bullets that make you pass out just mean that they can control everybody. 
But okay. the divergence aren't affected because they make those people, including Triss's friend, who is played by Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe Kravitz, who is they're they're not divergent. They just stand there, and that girl dies. But they walk off a building. Yeah, it's not important, guys. <laughs> they walk off a building, and Triss saves one of them, and, and tattoo lady slash um, divergent tester. Okay, so it's not specifically save her, and then people. one of them yeah. dies. So, but but in, in and then order, that never comes up again. In order to stop them doing that, Triss leaves and hands herself in. Yeah, because they're saying that we need... Um, we need... She. They find out she's 100% divergent. She gets away. Because there are levels of divergence. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. She, there's there's levels of having more personality than, than not... Like, more personality And guess traits. what, guys? The main character is the, only, um, is the most divergent person that's ever I, been. I don't have a problem with that in itself, because that... You, you can't... You can follow stories where someone isn't the main character, yeah. but most of the time you're going to follow the story where the, the main character... Is the, the person one. who's going to be? It's special. fine, but it's also like. But it, this is badly written. So it feels it, a bit shoehorned. Yeah, doesn't it? it's completely the whole way through. They're like, "Oh my god, she's so special." Of course, it was going to be you. You at the beginning of the first film called me out on something. Of course, you were going to be divergent. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Also, something to note in this is that when we get to Tris, <laughs> this is this is a difficult one, wasn't it? We shouldn't have done this. <laughs> when we get Do we to start the start again and actually like. No, plan out how no, we are talking about this. When we get to the factionless, we have that whole thing about they're going to go and kill yeah. Kate Winslet's character uh-huh. and take over the city. Triss's brother isn't happy with this plan. He's like, I'm not made for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave. He so leaves. 24 hours after coming back and being like, oh, actually, I'm so sorry I'm wrong. Like, I'm, I'll come with you. Then he kills, then he ruthlessly kills a guy with a lead pipe. And then immediately goes back to Erudite. Yeah. And then she gets taken again. She hands herself in, doesn't she? Yep, she hands herself in. And they start running all the tests on her to try and open the box that only she can open. She can... Um, and <laughs> and it, ter- it turns out who, who's in charge of the experiments? Her brother. Her brother's helping Kate Winslet with the experiments. Yeah. That's meant to be a big reveal, but it just comes across as really stupid because he's literally flip-flopped He's a big flip-flopper. Around. And does he flip-flop back again in the third film? I can't remember. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? They yeah. take oh no, they they take him back and they they help him escape. But it's like at she, the very end, they they help him escape while the building's being blown up and people no start of the third film. That yeah, is. that's the start of the third film. Right. Anyway, so they're helping her <laughs> open the box. She opens up the box. Yeah. After much hoo ha. Yeah. And faffery. Yeah. Um, this was meant to be a brief summary and we're literally just trying to get through the plot it's just it's so confusing it's fine because I think we don't have much follow up to this <laughs> no, we're, we're working a lot of our critiques into this so yeah. I think it's, I think that's it's the best acceptable. way to do it if you can't follow it guys I'm really sorry but I hope you're having a nice time we just need to get it off our chest yeah it's really this is like a kind of confessional we got sucked in and, and we, we were just confused afterwards and now there's just a watched. little bit of hating ourselves yeah <laughs> So she opens the box, and what happens is basically a video plays and says, uh, congratulations. The, the test has worked. The faction system is a test, and yeah. now finally you've evolved beyond it. At least, Or at least one of you has evolved beyond it and becomes yeah, which divergent. Means, which is what we were after, because years ago uh, people, people had a big war because they got too broke, and we yeah. thought this would... This would cleanse everyone and then people become divergent like come out like leave leave the walls and find out what's going on yeah but that they, they find that out and then as that's happening the factionless arrive yeah Kate wins it's like don't tell anyone about this this is a load of bullshit yeah don't tell anyone factionless turn up then they're also like don't tell anyone about this this is bullshit yeah 
But they've opened the gates by that point. No, well, I don't know. Sort of. Oh, do the gates just open? They say they know. they show people walking around and looking hopefully That's towards the, the gates. The, yeah, the end of the um, second film is them walking towards the gates. Right? As as um, erudite has been taken down, Dauntless has been sort of stripped of its power. Yeah, Miles Teller is back with the erudites trying to be helpful. Yeah. Then he flip flops back with, with this team as well. Oh, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> Some reason he he's back on board because he's he he does a kind of double take. They basically for for plot reasons they have to pretend that Triss is dead. Yeah. And he helps them with that. Yeah, for some reason. Uh, he's essentially. I think what they're aiming for with his character is a, conf- a sort of I'm on my own. I'm just trying to survive. A sort of conflicted anti-hero. Yeah. I guess. But what he comes across as he comes across as a massive dick. Yeah, and and you're constantly thinking like, why would Triss and Four let this guy come with them? Yeah, why on earth? For, the first time, Triss why would you? Maniac. And why would you do it the second time? Doesn't make any sense. But that's where we're at. Sorry. It happens again in the third film. He goes with them. Uh, he helps them out, and then he betrays them to help the new villain. Yeah. And then gets left in the lurch as a sort of comeuppance. Basically, every time anything um, happens, he changes sides and then tries to change back, but then also tries to play both sides. Yeah, and I think it's meant to be kind of funny, but it just is confusing. Yeah. Same with her brother. Her brother flip-flops about, then he helps them out at the end. Mm. But it's like, the redemption doesn't work because... We'll get to that. There, I think there are changes to this story yeah. that would make it better. Yeah. Um, so, so end of the second film. Yeah. The factions have taken over. They're doing. They're kind of like rounding people up and and saying, you know, the faction system is over. Yeah. Um, Kanda is helping them. Yeah. They they persuade. They. Can, they do something with the truth serum. They're sort of. Yeah. They're sort of. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the actress can't. Act as if she's in pain. Right, yeah. Is that the, end? Is that the second film or <laughs> That's the third? That's the second film. It's when they go to Canada to prove so, that Erudite are, are messing everything up. That was it. So they go... They Part of the th- That's whole That's like deal. right at the beginning as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And she like rides around and she's like... She looks Rrr. like she's... She looks like... A, you know when kids really need to go to the toilet? Yeah, she looks like that. She looks like that. Yeah. Anyway. Faction system's over and they start... They're basically saying, you know, no more factions. Everyone is equal. Yeah. And then Naomi Watts puts Kate Winslet in prison, and then the, yeah, so at Kate the end Winslet of the in film, prison they, and, she shoots her. And Kate Winslet's like, oh, I wonder what's outside the walls now that yeah. we're free. And name and then Naomi Watts like, you'll never know, blows her brains out. Yeah, and so our main villain, who was probably one of the stronger... Po- like, oh, yeah. Not a great villain, but one probably, of the stronger parts. Probably one of the best, if not the best, performance in the films. Her and yeah. Octavia Spencer... They're yeah. just two very high caliber actresses. I don't think anyone is bad in this. I think the script is bad. Do you well, know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I mean, think, I the think main they, characters, she's, she can't act paint. Like they make it hard. They, Kate Winslet and Octavia Spencer certainly... Elevate it. Elevate it and make it a lot easier to deal with the issues with the script. Yeah, but they like... I think what's weird is you... And I'm sure this is what happens... This must be what happens in the books, right? But they, you've got two films out of three. I mean, I know there was going to be four... But you've got two films and you've built up a villain. Yeah. And then you shoot her as a surprise, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But then you have Another. no real villains. You have this lady yeah. who's probably... Well, you're setting her up to be a villain, aren't you? Kind of. But then in the third film, she kind of is one. But then well, so, that kind of peters out. So the start of the third film, let's move quickly on. Do they go back on the train and the... 
the end. I don't the think there's any trains at the end of this. No, they do because they go to the wall. They go no. to the wall, don't they? No, they don't. They don't because they're they they're like pretty much imprisoned, aren't they? No, no they're, they're not, out. Not imprisoned. They're out because they, they get just, freed by the fraction. Well, they're just chilling out then, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna so, imagine they're on a train. Opening opening of the third film. She's got a better haircut. Um, she her hair's grown a bit, so she doesn't look so stupid. It still feels like 24 hours later, but she's got slightly longer yeah. hair. Um, <laughs> she's got a bob now. Uh, basically, the factionists are holding think it's like sham trials and killing people. Yeah. And one of those people being Ansel Elgort's brother. Yeah, Ansel. Ansel Elgort is up for trial. They free him. Yeah. And hatch a plan to escape. Yeah, which is ridiculous. With a bunch of with a but with a basically they the other people escaping with Tris, Four, and Ansel Elgort are um, the part-time tattooist from the yeah. first film. Tris's friend who didn't like her in the second film because Tris killed her. Yeah, Zoe, we haven't even talked about that because it's not even worth no, it. No, Zoe um, thingy, Zoe Kravitz, mm-hmm. and she just miraculous. Just a key point here. Zoe Kravitz is her friend in the first one. They fall out in the second one. And her one. friend Will, and in in like the last five minutes of the. Well, last ten minutes of the first film, we find out that they're kind of a couple, and then in the in the last five minutes of the film, Tris kills Will um, because he's she's trying to get away because he's brainwashed, mm-hmm. and then in the second film, Tris's friend who was going out with Will finds out who is Zoe Kravitz, finds out that Tris killed Will through a through the the painful truth serum thing, she gets annoyed. Despite the fact that she knows why this happened, yeah, and that it wasn't, in, you know, it was an accident, and then it's all sort of forgotten, and then it? it's completely, f- and she's like, I can't believe you, like it's some sort of like you stole my boyfriend thing, yeah, when actually it's, you accidentally killed my boyfriend because he was trying to shoot you. Uh, you problematic still, yes, but yeah. it's kind of a different scenario. And then in the third one, she just completely forgets about that. Yeah. We don't even think about it anymore. But yeah, so they um, they they escape. <laughs> just a little side plot for you there. They they try and escape with Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Despite the fact that um, Naomi Watts has basically banned people from going to the walls and, and trying to escape. Yeah. They they get including out, including her son. Including her son. Yeah. Um, they get over the wall after you know big fight. Yeah. Big fight scene, nice chase scene, all good. Yeah, and you're you're finally like, oh, they're going to go on a little journey here. We're going to see a journey. Yeah, no, they get outside and it's like a really weird wasteland, basically. Yeah. Very red. It's like a desert. Yeah. With like it's blood like, water. It's like a kind of post-apocalyptic like nuclear wasteland. Yeah. And wasteland. 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 I did think that was weird the way you said that. It's a post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland. Yeah. And, uh, and they're kind of fleeing through it. They get chased. They get chased still by some guys in a car with guns. Yeah. Uh, but then a force field. But then a force field opens and it yep. turns out that this wasteland that they're in is actually like a projection, basically. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. It is still like that, but there's a secret city behind a So the outside of the outside shield. of walled Chicago is a wasteland and beyond that is more wasteland, but it's being hidden from them. By the people that you find out who were the people like left outside the walls, and they set up. And it turns out that two hundred years ago, yeah, humanity had been messing around with their genetics, yeah, and and basically went too far, modified too many things. Yeah. So people who it's and it's ba- it's basically sets up. It tells you why the faction systems are the way they are. Yeah. So they set up. There was a big war. So people made themselves too brave and they ended up being careless and not caring about other people and. Yeah, 
So then they, there was a big war. Everyone, most people died. A big died. war, a big apocalypse. And then they, this this town that has been set up that's like full of I don't know scientists and pff, horrible businessmen. Yeah. Um. They decide. They decide to set up a study. They basically want to see if they could was, repurify the hum, humanity's genome. Yeah, but there's a big problem with this, and I was watching something just you know while we were we were saying we we're going to do this yeah. podcast. And they mentioned a key flaw that I didn't even think about, mm-hmm. which is if people's DNA has been modified, been modified, yeah. or has things in it, that will be passed on to the next person. Yeah. So you can't like water it down back to normal. No. Which is the aim of this? Well, study, you can't basically. water it down back to norm, back to normal in quotation marks. Yeah. Um, by separating people out, so they can only be with a set amount of people, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, the fact is, it was really weird. But that's what they're aiming to do. Yeah. yeah. In um, some and form or and another. they basically give them different roles. So um, number four ends up being like one of their soldiers. Number they, four. Number four. You yeah. Just mean four. Four. He's number four. <laughs> Tobias, I think he goes by now. They're okay. coming up with the four thing, kind of. I think they still call him four, don't they? I think Triss is the only one who does. But yes. Okay. Well, I call him four. Okay. You call I, him number I, four. <laughs> I, I identify with Triss, so I call him number okay, four. Okay. Um. I identify with Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, only one who, the only one who seems to be having any fun. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to be on this side today. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. They, he gets assigned. He he becomes part guy. of their like army guy things because he's an mm. army guy, and it turn, and he discovers that these people are kidnapping children and brain and, bra- and brainwashing them so that they join in with this like weird like we have to be better sort of like gene cult thing. Yeah. Miles Teller and. Um, Ansel. And Ansel Elgort end up being... They they join, like, the surveillance team. Yeah. So these people are watching everything that happens inside the walls of Chicago and just kind of write reports on it, basically. Yeah. Ansel Elgort is loving it. Miles Teller is looking for ways that he can get information yeah, to he's make himself more again. powerful. And uh, Triss... Is the chosen one. Triss is the chosen one. So they're, like, trying to map her genome. So our new villainish guy... Is the guy who's in charge of these like outside the wall people? So Triss is trying to get it so that they release, they help out the people inside the wall because yeah. there's a big sort of civil war going on um, between Amity of all people yeah. and the factionless. Amity, who are calling themselves the Allegiant because Turn- they, because they want the faction system back. Uh, they just want peace, but they they're getting peace by killing people, killing people because they're friendly, and because. Octavia Spencer, who is head of Amity, is actually a daunt- was a dauntless. Yeah. So she can use guns. She's a certified badass, basically. Yeah. So She's chill, but she will the shoot. Real the real moral of the story is nice people can shoot too. Yeah. Um, which is a good moral for any story that guns be good, use guns to solve problems. Yeah. If you learn um, anything from it, it's that you should use guns to solve your problems. But that's kind of completely on the back burner because really we're we're in this weird world yeah, that's now, completely new. Now we're in the outside world, not fleshed out, barely explained. Yeah, for about forty minutes. And the one good thing I, I did notice is CGI's that really they're bad. in like CGI's really bad <laughs> and they have like hover sort of hovercraft spaceshipy type things. Yeah. The one good thing is, A, there are like warning stickers on everything in yeah. the spaceship. Yeah. And they wear their seatbelts. Yeah. Two good things. By the time we were doing this film, I was making little notes so I could remember things. Yeah, we should have started by making notes initially, but and, I think... And all I wrote for that one was basically, spaceship seatbelts good. Yeah, good note. Um, I really like that about the third film, is that seatbelts featured heavily. Yeah, they did. 
What else is there? Did, um, so what's they, the end? The, the end, end is basically they find... Tris Miles, kind of gets brainwashed a little... Miles, not brainwashed, but she gets convinced that the guy... Is doing a good thing. Is doing a good thing. When it turns out he's actually stopping Chicago from being sorted out. Yeah. Miles Teller discovers the gas that they're using to brainwash the kids. Yeah. Um, and gives it to the people in charge of the factionless inside the city Yeah, walls. because he's been told to do that by the bad, the new by bad guy. So he then flip-flops back to bad guy realm. Yeah, and he doesn't flip-flop back. No. Well, he kind of just gets pushed out into the desert. <laughs> Finally, they just they, they realise he's an ass. Uh, Ansel Elgort slash Triss's brother, Caleb... Uh, yeah, he, is is good now. Yeah, he's after no arc good. whatsoever, but a kind of wave of emotion. <laughs> I think he just sort of goes along with whatever, basically. So infuriating. He doesn't like violence, so he goes back to people who weren't violent. Ends up being a baddie, and then he gets rescued. What I don't understand about that is that he goes back, but then his sister is the person he's doing the tests on, and he's like, I don't like violence, but I'm happily, I'm happy with. Just watching her. And they're just, other put, they're just putting her through a simulation, though, so it's not even like she's any, in any real danger. I see. It's killed other people, but it sort of doesn't matter, does it? But they kind of we because the fourth film had been cancelled. We were like, how is this? And the, and this film was really badly received. Yeah, which is why terribly. it was cancelled. I will give in a moment. Um, I will once, once we've wrapped up our little yeah our, our lengthy plot summary of all three films. We'll, we've, g- we'll give some little points, some over, little very quick points because. The, f- the fourth film was cancelled, and I'm assuming they... We weren't sure what when it was cancelled. We weren't sure if they decided if Lionsgate decided to cancel it before the, f- the third film had finished being made, yeah. or afterwards. So we were waiting to see how... How they wrapped it up. This was going to end. It basically was poodling along quite nicely and outside the walls in this new, nice, modern, shiny, clean yeah. space age And place. then suddenly there was like a ten minute battle. And then suddenly we had 15 minutes to go in the film. Yeah. Most of it got wrapped up, and then then the bad so guy just popped they up tried, behind them. And they're, it was just they're about confusing. they're about to brainwash everybody to go back to who, to then like basically reset to reset everything to reset everything. Go back to the faction system because yeah. because basically it seemed like the guy doing the study who's now the bad guy just wanted more funding. Yeah, but it didn't make any sense. It didn't make it. It was unexplained. It didn't make much sense. None of it um, made sense. Miles Teller is basically p- trying to play people so that he can get what he wants he he want he basically wants a cushy life for himself yeah so he gives the factionless people who are now the baddies the brainwash gas to brainwash everyone they don't realize the brainwash gas will brainwash everyone yeah um they stop him from doing that some yeah. people get brainwashed but not everybody they kill a bunch of people yeah they kill a bunch of people and then and then right at the end they're all they're they're sort of going you know we're now all hopeful to see what we can do now that we know the truth about what's going on. Yeah. And then right at the end, our evil academic... When I say he pops up, he literally pops up from oh, yeah. behind. So, so he's in a different it's been, city. It's been sort of established that he's got, like, invisibility technology because his spaceships can go invisible. Yeah. But, but I say the spaceships. They're like... They're like helicopters, helicopters that are white. Things. Yeah. Um, Apple... Apple helicopters. Yeah, like curvy white helicopters. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they can go invisible. But it is literally... That is used once beforehand, which I guess is is a setup. But it's so, like, random. You're just kind of like, okay. Yeah, he... They they sort of wrap everything up. You're like, okay, well, at least they were able to sort of wrap things up, even though it was Mm. rushed. Like, you could see where they would have 
progressed things. Like we never really got a. There wasn't really a civil war. That was just always sort of coming to a head, and then nothing. Like people got killed, but it wasn't yeah. like a big deal. You can imagine there being a big fight in the fourth one. I'm not saying that would be a good thing. I'm just saying that's where I can imagine it going. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then maybe those they would join up and fight the bad guy who was running the whole thing at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. That didn't happen. Instead, no. we got a kind of wrap up situation, which was he, fine. He and then he un- pops up. He uninvisibles himself and. From appears. literally behind them. We don't even get a reaction of what they're... No, then the credits roll. The credits roll. Yeah. So they're all standing looking into the sunset. He's literally right, but not like, oh, he's a metre away. He's about 10 centimetres like, from her. He's like jump scare behind them. Yeah, yeah. And then the credits roll and you know there's not going to be a fourth film. Yeah, it's really annoying. And I haven't read the other two books, so I have no idea how accurate... Can I also just say, they also had a TV series in the works. Oh! <gasps> that also didn't oh. come to fruition. See, I think that would have been better because part of the issue with this is I mean, in, in case in <laughs> case this wasn't really obvious from what we've been from how we've been struggling to explain it. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of things that need explaining and need development which yeah. you can't do in 2 hours an hour and a half. No. So there's there's a, quite a lot of like It's not really it doesn't feel like it's done had justice done to it. No. I mean, again, I wouldn't say my memory of the the first book was that it was fine. Like I read it, I read it all the way through, and I didn't hate it, like some of the books I've read. Yeah. You know? So it wasn't bad. It was just a very bog standard. Clearly, I don't want to be mean because I feel like it's not a bad book. No. It's just not exceptional. It it's like a a decent young adult. Yeah. Novel it's a, it's a aimed, passable... aimed at like sorry fourteen fifteen it's year a passable... old girls maybe younger than that. Yeah, it's passable kind of um, adult. Yeah, and I read it when I was oh, I was probably old. I was older than the fil- the the book's demographic when I read it. Yeah, which is but, partly why I probably don't have. But by the same token, like I think most young adult fiction books, novels, part of why they they they're so they end up being so popular is the ones that are well written are easy enough for the the writing in them is easy enough for younger. Yeah, younger audiences. They're, they're not like it's not overly complicated. Yeah. And it's accessible, and as a result, but and I, as a result, you actually want to read them. Yeah, like but I get and, and the subject the matter they're games, dealing with. Because that was a good version. It was. It, yeah, I enjoyed reading. And those. like the subject matter they're dealing with is sorry, the subject matter they're dealing with is like mature enough for adults. Yeah, it's just the way that it's presented and actually like put out on paper is just nice and accessible. Yeah, and this doesn't. There's too many things. It's not that high mar- it's, that, that raise questions that aren't answered. It's not. In a, it's, I sound really weird. It's not high-minded enough to like come across well, or to like have broad appeal. I don't even think it's that. I just think that you can have a concept that is flawed, as long as you have characters that do things that make sense. Yeah. And and are like just or not even make sense. Just things that are re- like you can relate to making a decision. Like yeah. What she has to do in the third film for that box, the MacGuffin box. Yeah, the MacGuffin. Is is do five of those tests that are difficult that they had to do in the first yeah. and second film. They're, they're like different ones, obviously. All to do with the factions, right? So mm-hmm. the Dauntless mm-hmm. one, it's like, I don't know, jump off a building. Yeah. The Candor one is the, tell the truth. Yeah. The Like tell the truth to a dog or something. I can't remember now. Um, yeah, I'm not like, sure what oh, you can't have a bone. I don't have one. Like that kind of thing. And she passes. It's hard but to these tell are a dog more. That you don't oh, have I know. They're all to do with like uh, her struggles, right? So she yeah, her, she felt guilty about her mum dying. The tr- the the candor one is her telling her mum that she fails the Amity test. 
the 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 one that should be like she knows she's in a simulation. Yeah. She's aware that she's in the simulation because in one of the tests, she says that it's not real. Just like in the first book, mm. she's aware that what she's doing is a test, right? Even though it's meant to be like really realistic and it's hard to do because of that. All she has to do to pass the Amity test is be nice to somebody. <laughs> and she can't do it. We, it's she has to be nice to herself, Sam. Yeah. But she initially isn't trying... She can't be nice to Kate Winslet's character. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like... we That is set up. So I'll give them credit. When she's in Amity, in the, in the place... She is clearly not very nice to like she she has a fight with Miles Teller because he's a bully, and then when um, she's basically saying that they're really annoying because they're nice. Yeah, when Octavia Spencer says like all I said was don't have guns here. Essentially, she's like, oh, that's stupid rule. Like, <laughs> like a like a little five year old. Yeah, I don't know American. Trump supporter extremist. I don't know. Like, it's that kind of thing. And you yeah. just sort of think, like, come on, guy. Like, she's... You are you were in abnegation. Abnegation? No, abnegation. Abnegation. She was in... Ab- We've got to address this. We have to... She was in abnegation. It's been an hour and 15 Doesn't minutes. matter. We're we doing another it. Christmas podcast. She was in abnegation. She should know how to... Selflessness is a form of kindness, right? Yeah. And yet she cannot be kind to people that are being kind to her. It makes no, no. sense. So there are things like that. Uh, her brother's character, he makes a cho- he he's he makes a choice that's meant to be a a surprise. He then tells her that she's being stupid when she goes to visit him and says that he, she's wrong. So we're meant to think that he's brainwashed. But then he finds out that what's happened is is what she said has happened. Goes with her. And you're like, cool. That's his. That's he's found out. He's going to yeah. be the, uh, in the good guy situation yeah. now. Then in the second film, he immediately flops back to like <laughs> he doesn't go evil, but he then goes and helps out the person he just saw, like kill loads of people in the previous yeah. film about twenty four hours ago, and then he goes back again. And you just think an easy fix there it's not... is to have him not come along and not realise that things have gone wrong. Yeah. Because then in the second film. Or the second book, or I don't know where it went wrong. But in the second <laughs> film, he is still with Kate Winslet. Yeah. He's still on that side. So she then has to turn him to the right side, right? Yeah. Rather than have him flip-flopping around. Same with the bully character. He should be... He should either have an arc... I think I said to you that I think he would have made a better traditional, like uh, like, like you said, anti-hero. He would have made like a good love triangle character for yeah. Triss. Like, there's always... A, there's lots of love triangles in... Uh, young, young adult fiction, particularly adult female fiction, fiction. Aimed, at, aimed at girls. There's tri- love triangles because it's, like, aimed at girls or boys, but it's aimed at young people who are, like, going through puberty and, yeah. like... People who want to identify things with And want yeah. to identify, want to feel loved and want to be, like... Confused. Oh, I Who's like this guy. in the middle guy. of the little love triangle? Oh, oh it's little old Yeah, me. little old, little old me. <laughs> the math of love triangle. <laughs> um, but like, it makes sense to kind of do that, even though it's annoying. It's an annoying trope if it's done badly. But he's not given. You think he might become that because he's like the bad guy who then become. He he seems like he's going to become good, but then he immediately rats them out. Oh yeah, and then they trust him again, and you just don't think like, where is this going? <laughs> Why are these characters it's doing just, these yeah. things? 
Anyway, that's my... That's one of my major gripes with this, is that the characters so, don't act like people. Yeah. There's lots of... There's lots of, like... I think there's lots of really good and valid, like, writing and filmmaking critiques that we could make about this film. Yeah. There are also a few things that aren't really related to that, but just wound me up about the whole thing. And and the thing that stands out, that stood out to me the most, the thing that stood out to me the most was, it feels like the people making the film don't know how to pronounce words. Oh my God. Yeah, well, I mean, we've already... The director. Of, you've heard me get confused now. So, the factions are... Not just the director, because people say things differently within... Yeah things anyway but i mean i feel like if the director knew how things were supposed to be said he would have he would have corrected them at some point is it like the uh what is it in star wars uh coruscant and coruscant yeah it's that, that sort thing, of thing um <laughs> so abignation yeah which is a real word which is a real word that i now can't ever say <laughs> um everyone in the film everyone who ever says abignation yeah pronounces it abnegation, abnegation. but worse is, yeah, that's is, that's said less. So it's you, said less. It's also it not. Less. It's also not a word that comes up in like day to day conversation. I mean, erudite doesn't either. Well, no, but it's <laughs> it's a more usual word. I I've, don't know. I I've, don't think I'd never heard the word abignation before. I have heard erudite. I don't think I would have done if not for this book. Okay, but I oh, would have well. read it as erudite. Yeah. So <laughs> this this word is spelled e r u d i t e. Yeah, and if you click the little lady. On the sound out the word thing on definitions, yep. she will say erudite. erudite. Not, as pretty much everyone in the film says... Erudite. Erudite. And one guy... And one guy says, yeah, you're, yeah erudite? It's four. It's four. Four says erudite. Four says erudite. And they let this happen. Yeah. Every and time anyone says it. And it just blows my mind that... It's just so wrong. Um, the only person who doesn't say it wrong is Kate Winslet. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. I mean, luckily enough, does she's Octavia in that Spencer faction. say? Do, I'm, I'm guessing she doesn't ever she doesn't say. She doesn't ever say erudite. No, so, but I'd imagine she'd pronounce it correctly. She says amity, right? Yeah. <laughs> no one gets amity wrong. No. Although, it's do just... they say amity one? I swear, maybe they said amity. They, they probably do. Um... So that's a big problem, and it's not like you can have different pronunciations through like dialects and. You know, but there are some yeah. things. Some things are not how you pronounce things. Like I think you know, like you don't. There's chameleon, and then there's chameleon. Chameleon, yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks, Dad, for that tidbit. <laughs> but it's chameleon. <laughs> Unless you're my father, apparently. But and culinary. Does your dad say culinary? Culinary, not culinary. Don't be ridiculous. He says culinary. Oh, no. That's like my umbrella thing I was talking about earlier when we said about erudite. 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 Your umbrella. Your umbrella. Yeah, because the four says uriodite or I was trying. I was trying to. I I spent a full day trying to figure out in my head how you could come to the conclusion that erudite is pronounced anything other than erudite, mm. and I was like, maybe, just maybe, it's like the long u as in usual. Yeah. Um. So you say like erudite, yeah, which is how he says it in the in the third film. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, there are plenty of words that just start with well, a, then I oh, well, like I, up, what umbrella. I said to you, oh, um, just, that so that was painful. The was haircut painful. was painful. Pain, the pa- in the book pain cut. two, the, the pain cut, the pain cut, the haircut was awful. It was painful because it was bad, and yeah. it was painful because 
They didn't even attempt to make it a hair. She cuts her hair. I've said this already. But she cuts her hair. It looks with very well maintained. Essentially. On her own with a tiny mirror. And she has a shaved back. She has like tussled bits. The back of her hair, not her actual back. She, maybe yeah, maybe her actual her back. back is shaved. She spends half the film shaving her back. Yeah. <laughs> what we didn't mention was at the start of the first film. She's incredibly she, hairy. She's set up as having a really hairy back. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good plot point. Maybe being divergent is just having hair on your back. <laughs> having body hair. Yeah, it was just, it's oh. totally weird. Right, so I mean, I think the upshot of it is, is that they're not good films. We had a nice time watching them. We had a great them, time watching them. But only basically from the point, the perspective of finding holes in it and making yeah. fun of it. They're not like, the other thing is they're not like they're not outlandishly really, funny. They're not really, really, really bad. They're just, th- and they aren't really, really bad. They're, they're not funny on purpose when they are funny. Yeah. They're um, taking it very seriously. Oh, but, yeah. But like, the train, the train just turning up. The fact that Deus she, train. like the fact that they that people who choose to be dauntless just have to run to catch up with the they train. They have to run everywhere. Like you have to just be good at parkour immediately. Yeah, she's yeah. gone from being ab abnegation. No, abnegation. No, it's abnegation. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> See, this is it's bent my mind out this of shape. This series of films. they obviously would they were. They were doing the film. They said it so many times. And they times, said it so many times and, they got it wrong. And they just gave up on trying, I guess. What I was going to say was that she came from abignation. That's all she's ever known, yeah. right? And that doesn't mean you can't be someone else. Because no, as we've established, having one personality trait is realistic. Um, or And having a goal that isn't like... It's not like, oh, you have to suppress everything else. It's just you don't really have any other characteristic. Yeah. Um, that's not quite true, but it's kind of what is they're trying to get at, right? Yeah, yeah. It does seem um, your your strongest trait is whatever of the five. Yeah. Uh, there's no creative people. No. Like, there's no. There's no Creativity is, is frowned not upon. A, it's not a faction. No. <laughs> um, but there's no like I don't know. They haven't got a banker <laughs> set up. No, they don't have any money, um, do they? It's not a money situation. No, I guess not. But she, you, even if you are dauntless inside, right? Like, let's put it another way, okay? She, she, <laughs> I won't put it another way. No. Even if you will. Even if she, what knows she is dauntless, which she doesn't. She just picks dauntless. She is divergent. They tell her to keep a low profile, and she picks bloody divergent. Yeah. They're bloody dauntless. Yeah. Right. And the f- and to be dauntless, you have to just be good at parkour. Like in reality, yeah, most people would want to be the cool kid. There are lots of ways to be dauntless the cool that kid. don't involve parkour or fighting. Yeah, yeah. and but also, even if you wanted to be, it's like being at school and you've got asthma and being cool. I mean, you shouldn't be smoking anyway. Just putting it out there. <laughs> don't smoke, <laughs> but. Being cool means smoking. Yeah. You have asthma that that is affected very badly by smoking, but because you want to smoke, you suddenly can't just can. This is a terrible version of, of being dauntless. Essentially, she she wants to be she decides to be dauntless. She's never probably never ran in her life, and suddenly she's jumping off of buildings and catching trains yeah, that are moving. It's very and very it, strange. Like <laughs> it just isn't realistic. Every every other faction you could go in at entry level 
and like sort of work your way up. With Dauntless, you need something. Like you need the ability to jump far. Like I would never be able to be Dauntless. I've got a huge fear and I've got a natural fear of falling over. And, and the idea of just getting someone going, okay, run onto that train and now jump off that train like onto a building that's like a skyscraper. It's just ridiculous to me. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Have we got any more flaws or are we just going to no, do the No, I, mean, I was going to say, uh, just, just to kind of cap it off. Sorry, I just, I just did, that was a big one for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big ask. Just to cap it off, um, <laughs> just quickly run through how well received the films were. Um, they weren't critically acclaimed by any stretch. No. Um, IMDB, which is all based off user user scores. Yeah. Uh, Divergent, the first film, was a 6.6 out of 10. Not too bad. Insurgent, second film, 6.2. And Allegiant was 5.7. Okay. So, from that point of view, gen- they, look, right. they look okay. Um, they're average. They're average, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, audience reviews. Yeah. 69%. For the first one. For the first one. 69% Again. fresh. Better than average. 58% fresh for the second. And average. 41. Yeah. Below average for the third. Uh, but the the reviewer scores <laughs> paint a slightly different picture. Yeah. Uh, Divergent scores 41% fresh. Yeah, low. Yeah. Well below average. Uh, Insurgent, 28%. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at how twenty eight percent at how um, how Allegiant, the third film in the Divergent trilogy, scored with reviewers? Well, John, I would love, love, love if reviewers were like, "This is the best film of the year." <laughs> uh, this that would have been good. Film. Yeah. How enjoyable! I'm going to guess. What did you say? Twenty eight. Twenty eight for the second one. Yeah. So for the third one. Eighteen. Eleven. Eleven. Eleven percent fresh. Oh. It's a real stinker. Again. Have you got any reviews, Rinda? <laughs> no, I didn't write it. Honestly, I didn't want to subject should I, myself should to that. So I find one bad review and one good review. Find, find a bad and a good review. Of the, the, the um, I think I've got them on the... The, the last film? Hang on, I've got them on the laptop, actually. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just... So, uh, Allegiant, this 11% fresh film, that's I can't out, out of like 11%. 200 reviews... Uh, right, let's find a good a good reviewer. Just find a good review. Doesn't need to be a good a reviewer. A good review? Um, no, I mean like just a review that's interesting. Well, Courtney Howard from yeah. Fresh Fiction. Nice. Rated it fresh. Said it's the best one yet. <laughs> as it diverges, pun intended, oh, from no. anything the franchise has done before. Oh no, it's the worst one. Yeah, well, it is the worst one. I don't. She's I don't a very brave woman it, to say that. I don't know if I'd give it eleven percent. I feel like there are worse films out there, and it's entertaining, isn't it? Okay for all ages. Um, a tedious exercise in futility, profoundly confusing, and almost entirely inert. I want a longer one. Uh, Not too long, but. If you thought the secret box and hidden message saga in the last Divergent movie was far-fetched, then get ready for, your, for the latest outing in Veronica Roth's hit young adult franchise to bamboozle you completely. There you go. That's from uh, RTE. I don't know how much... Um, just as a side note, I don't know how much input Veronica Mar- 
Right. Veronica commands the TV show. Here's, here's one. Sorry. All I was going to say is I don't know how much input Veronica Mars... What is her name? Not Veronica Mars. Veronica Roth. Veronica Roth. Not Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars is the... Um, it's a TV show a TV with show um, Kristen Bell in it. Kristen Bell in it. Um, yeah, I don't know how much input she had in the... Front. I know that Veronica Mars had no input. Um, but, but I'd be interested to know that, actually, because that would say a lot, I think. Because I think if... if if they're not sticking with the books or if they haven't listened to the author's intent, then maybe that's problematic. Alternatively, it could be like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing where she took over and it was awful because the yeah. books are awful and she's a terrible writer. So, you know, you had a good review, a good bad um, review. Yeah, uh, I've, got to, I've got to find it here. It's more, it's actually a little, it's actually just a bit depressing. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> Uh, and it's from the Sydney Morning Herald, mm-hmm. and uh, and basically, well, I'll read it out. Uh, so there's one more to come. It can only improve on this one, which manages to seem cluttered and empty at the same time. Oh, we never got the fourth. And we one. never got the fourth one. I am gutted we never got the fourth one because I was enjoying it. And it I, might have I improved. It might have improved. It, fine. All the, can I just say all yeah. the good reviews on this are basically damning it with faint praise. Right. Um, good review. While inadvised in many ways. If you're already invested in the saga, there's still enough action and passion to sustain that interest, at least until the final chapter. Yeah. The final chapter that never arrived. I'm upset that there was no fourth one. I think it would have been good if there was a fourth one, because at least it would have been able to like tie up the many, many loose ends. But yeah, it's just not a very good film, series. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I had um, a great time watching it. I think um, every... And I'd like to say that I'm, I think that everyone who was in it... Especially Jai Courtney, uh, knockoff Jai Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Um, they all did a good. No- they all like, yeah. felt like they were acting, right? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like anyone phoned it in. Everyone was doing their job well. It was yeah. just they were working with. What they were working with wasn't great, and I don't think the. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it was lost in the edit. Yeah, definitely. I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? With lots of these things, yeah. like I think everyone with with lots of, I guess with all jobs, like. It will be a multitude of things. Lots of lots of tiny decisions went into these films, and they they just went up and up and up, and ended up being just a bit weird. And yeah, what it didn't feel like was um, a decision by higher ups. No, to no, do it wasn't. They weren't terrible. I mean, apart films. from like they know, are, apart from cancelling the last yeah, one, <laughs> they're not. These these are not good films when you stretch the imagination. They're not bad. No, and they're not in the. They're not like so bad. It's good. They're just a little bit. Uninspired, there's enough in there to make it entertaining both on a and there's enough uh, enough people working on it who are putting in effort I, I, I don't think there's passion I think, but I think there's a lot of effort yeah. involved and I think they're not trying to be something that they're not no so they're not they're not being pretentious about anything because I've watched some films that are critically acclaimed and but just come across to me mm. like as a an, an ill-informed viewer was just just really pretentious yeah because um, we tried watching um what was it the, the, the taylor's something or other oh what the one with um what's it called the one about the taylor yeah with uh the guy who's the method actor daniel day lewis daniel day lewis uh yeah what's it called the phantom thread the phantom thread thank you we watched the phantom thread yeah and it got really good reviews and Daniel Day-Lewis was and good Daniel in it. And Daniel Day-Lewis is good in it. Everyone was good in it. But it just was like, 
just ridiculously pretentious. It was hard to watch, wasn't and it? And I found it so boring and yeah. very dull. It was trying too hard. And and I say this as someone who likes... Completely different audience. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. But, but I, I'm saying this as someone who quite enjoys films that are quite pretentious sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know they are, I would but I still watch... really enjoy them, and I think they have. I think they can have a lot of like artistic value. These films, the Divergent series, has a, no artistic value. I would never watch the Phantom Thread again. No, but I um, might watch Divergent. But I again. would watch the Divergent <laughs> yeah. series again. Yeah. They they've got enough interesting, even as like a kind of oh, so easy like to a character watch. piece. Yeah. Anyway, we watched all three films. It's probably about six hours in total, six and a bit hours. The last one was. The first one was two hours and a second bit. second was two hours and a bit. The second was slightly less than that by like five minutes. And the yeah. last one was like an hour and 50 minutes. So yeah, six hours. We, we spent six hours watching it. I would have spent eight if they'd been a fourth film. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, uh, and this is just our kind of soul cleansing it's like a after debrief. having done that. Yeah. Um, we just need to decompress and take stock of what we've done to ourselves. So we, um, just to finish, we wanted to do... And we might still do. We started watching all the Star Wars films in order. Yeah. And we might do a thing about that, but we won't go into plot. No. If we did that. Uh, this needs plot, I think, because they're so obscure. This film needs a, the, this film needs explaining. Yeah. This trilogy. Most people um, know what the basis of Star Wars is. Yeah. Um, this is just something this else. This is a bit of a loose... A very loose... So we were, um, initially, not not this time, but we the original, when we wrote down a list of things we wanted to do, that was the original one we were going to do. Yeah. As well as I wanted you to watch Gone with the Wind, um, which we still will do, hopefully. I've seen the first half. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this this came up, and we were like, now now's the opportunity to talk we, about some films. <laughs> we found ourselves... We, it, it, it was occupying a large space of our brains, and, yeah. and a big space of what we were just what we were talking about in our spare time. Would you recommend them? Yes and no. I, would, um, I would No, re- because they're not good. The story is confusing. Yeah. It's ill thought out. Yeah. There are lots of... It's frustrating. There, there are, it's frustrating to watch. And yeah. there are loads of little things that just peeved me right off. And the entire second film has a terrible haircut in it. Yeah. Just <laughs> a haircut that makes me angry. Yeah. But, on the other hand, um, it's, it's a fun... I hate... They're fun to watch and to kind of rip on. Yeah. You know, we've had a good time talking about it now and we've been talking about it... This is a long podcast. It's a long podcast. We spent hours of our own unrecorded time talking about it and yeah. going over it's it. It's really helped me de-stress though, to be honest. Yeah, it's taken my mind off... Moving. Off moving, and off... Job. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're proper distracting films. Yeah. I mean, I would... I think... It depends what sort of person you are in terms of like how you watch films, right? Yeah. But I, on the whole, would recommend them either to an age group that would like like a Twilight sort of thing, but just yeah. as another thing to watch, bearing in mind that it's not as good and completely different. But <laughs> yeah. for that kind of audience, I think it's something to watch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in along that vein, which is why I read the book, the first yeah. one, because it was the same kind of thing. I was looking for more of that. Yeah. Um. So I'd, I'd recommend it for that. I'd also recommend the book because I didn't, you know, in that way, because I, I didn't hate the book. I enjoyed it enough. Yeah. You know, the first one. I'm sure I would, would have felt the same way about the second and third books that I do with these films. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
And I think to people who like watching films in a more critical way as well, it it's entertaining because you just pick up on so many things that are just, like, silly. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I'd recommend them. You know, not to everybody, yeah. but most people. Yeah. I'd recommend... Do you want to watch them again? I'd watch them again. i recommend yeah. them to you. Thanks. You should watch them. <laughs> again with yeah, you? right now. Not right now. I'd rather watch them than do work. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, Every day of the week. I'd say that's a positive. That like is you, a net win. A bad film is something you'd rather do something... You'd rather do something else than watch the bad film. you have to do than watch that film. Uh, yeah. This is, this is, these are not that. These are not that no. at all. But yeah. So we, we've we've expunged our souls and cleansed, I I don't cleansed think ourselves else a little we bit. Can bit. Um, I think I'm all, talk about. I'm all out of uh, divergency. Yeah. I'm sure there's things we've missed. But... Oh, yeah, definitely. Which we'll discover on our rewatchings. Yeah, but there we maybe go. we'll do a second part of this next January. Maybe next January we'll rewatch them. We'll rewatch the Divergent series and, and do the same thing again. Yeah, <laughs> make it an annual tradition. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a long one. I'm tired. I'm the... tired too. I'm... And I'm also sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm this. sorry to anyone who listens to this. I don't this. think anyone's listening anymore. I'm sorry to our future selves who have to edit this. I think everyone who was listening has stopped listening to this. We're just doing this for our own benefit again. There we go. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm sorry, John. Bye. Bye.